What's up, what's up, what's up, folks? It's your host of the Prowl Report, the one and only Panther Guru. And on today's episode, I'll be bringing you some exciting news about the upcoming Carolina Panthers season. But before we get into our episode, let me go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsors over at Gambix. If you're trying to create a website or you're working on a brand new project, you know, with all the uncertainty due to the coronavirus, this is now is the best time. Listen to me. Now is the absolute best time to go ahead and start a business or pursue your passion. Well, let the team over at Gambix be able to help you and guide you through that whole entire process. They can help you with your brand message. They can also help you with your web presence. And they can also help you with all types of digital design concepts and projects. So go ahead and check out our sponsor, Gambix, at Gambix, G-A-M-B-I-X-I-T.com. All right, on this episode, we're going to go ahead and give you some exciting news for the Carolina Panthers. It looks like as of early June, the Carolina Panthers are looking at the possibility of reopening their facilities. A team spokesperson did say that the NFL is allowing teams to reopen facilities as of May the 18th. However, the Panthers are looking at June, early June, to start reopening facilities. This is great news because hopefully uh, there will be some type of training camp, hopefully in July. And every every team across the NFL is going to really need it to be able to try and get everybody up to speed. It's going to be a very, 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 very abbreviated offseason. And unfortunately, you know, it is kind of what it is at this point. Health is the most important thing. And... Of course, the coronavirus is what's been sweeping the nation right now, sweeping the world right now. And if facilities can open up, guys can start training maybe in waves. Who knows? I don't know what the whole plan is. However, it will be an exciting thing to have some type of semblance of football and at least some media coverage of football, live practices and everything like that, hopefully. Okay, so let's quickly talk about three areas of weaknesses for the Carolina Panthers heading into 2020. Defensive back position. Trey Boston is really the only experienced Panther in the secondary that's really re-signed with the team. This is concerning because, of course, you know that the Panthers parted ways with their former number one quarterback in James Bradbury. Now they're pushing all of the weight onto the, uh, Dante Jackson's shoulders And even with all of his potential, we don't know if he's going to be a day-in, day-out number one corner. But this will be a huge year of development for him because he will really have that top dog spot. But in the draft, Matt Rule and company did address the position with the additions of my favorite, Jeremy Chin. Of course, Troy Pride, Kenny Robinson, and Stanley Thomas Oliver. The first three names that I mentioned, man... Those guys could really be some playmakers. The Panthers might have had an all-time draft. I feel like in the draft that they have not just one, two, but potentially three all-pro level talents. And I'd like to make big predictions, and that's why I'm the Panther guru, because I can see the future. All right, next position I would say is offensive line. The Panthers, you know, they led the league in sacks allowed last year, and so many quarterback hits, seventh most in the NFL in 2019. However... Marty Herney did go out and address 
this group with the additions of Russell Okung, John Miller, and Chris Schofield. Of course, there's more, but these were the three big names. These guys are solid guys, and you can't look at them for, okay, well, they might have struggled here and there in the past. They were not on really good teams with top-level talent like the Carolina Panthers, especially John Miller. So, John Miller is, is a pretty decent player, and I think he'll fare a whole lot better, him and Chris Schofield, at the two guard positions for the Carolina Panthers versus their previous destinations. All right, let's talk about tight end. You know, with Greg Olson being um, a Seahawk now, you know, the Panthers have to place a bigger role onto Ian Thomas to be able to block and catch passes. I like him as a pass catcher. I even do like him in the in, in the blocking uh, game as well. You know, Thomas has made some plays here and there. I think he takes a big leap forward. So, if you agree with me or you disagree with me, that's okay. But I encourage you to go ahead and check out the Prowl Report on Twitter and Instagram. And definitely check out the Prowl Report on our brand new YouTube channel. Go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. We have tons of new episodes coming for you on there all the time. And on Twitter, we have tons of polls. We have tons of really exciting content that we post, all types of news stories. And we have plenty more coming for you. Uh, if you want to be on the Prowl Report, just go ahead and shoot us a message on Twitter or Instagram or even our email, theprowlreport at gmail.com. And also, you can definitely uh, hit us up on YouTube and let us know as well. But we're very, very excited about the whole news and development that the season could be starting up sooner than we think. This is going to be fun. Thank you, Panther Nation, for joining me. I am the Panther Guru, and I can't wait to have a brand new episode for you guys. Again, taking a deep dive and a look at our defensive end position.